You are listening to How Does She Do It, episode 107. Welcome to the ride. Thank you for joining me for another episode of How Does She Do It? My name is Tiffany and I am your host. And through this podcast and my coaching, I help you own your story, live fueled by faith, and elevate your impact in your career and in your calling. The show notes for this week's episode will be available at HowDoesSheDoItPodcast.com. If this is your first time listening, welcome. If this is your third, fourth, fifth, sixth, 107th time listening, welcome back. We are happy to have you. I had received a review, I should say, earlier this week, and it really, it touched me. And I haven't read reviews in a while, but I'm going to start with reading this review. And it comes from Blurg, T-O-D-B-X-H. And I'm reading that, so I apologize if there's a way to pronounce that, but I didn't want to butcher it. And I'm going to read this. It says, I don't usually review podcasts. I just wanted to tell you, Tiff, thank you. Your approach to each topic is something that we all need to hear, including the conversation intertwined with scripture. I grew up in the church and the way you break it down and relate it to my life as a millennial is a necessary addition to my personal and spiritual growth. So many of us suffer from church hurt. This is one of the many first steps to healing, a voice of a young black woman who wants to empower other black and brown women to live, grow, and walk in the world with Christ. Blessings. Now, when I read that, it I was actually sitting in the hairdresser when I read it and I welled up, I teared up and it is because I, that is, it's just, it, it means a lot. Your reviews, your ratings, your messages on Instagram, your outreach to me mean a lot. And even when I don't hear from you, the fact that I know that someone is listening and who may never reach out that means a lot as well. And so I want to just start this episode by saying thank you. 100 epi- 107 episodes in and you continue to listen, to support, to be patient with me between in breaks between episodes and it means the world to me. If you have a desire to leave a five-star rating and review in the Apple Podcast app, you can do so by just going to your Apple Podcast app on your phone, searching for the podcast, and then scrolling to the bottom and leave write a rating and re- leave a rating and review. And if you want to connect with me on social, if you're listening to this right now, you can take a screenshot and mention at Tiff South, and that's Tiff with two Fs, and I will share it in my story. And again, thank you. This podcast doesn't exist without you all. And I actually had the opportunity just this past week to connect with a listener who brought me into her organization to speak to hey, her employee resource group that she's on the board for. And that is an example of the impact that you all have by me reaching out to you through sharing the podcast and then you reaching back out to me. And I appreciate it. So if you want to connect with me on social, I'm at Tiff South. Tiff with two F's on Twitter and Instagram. The show's account is at how does underscore she do it. Let's stay in touch. And if you want to join the Slack community, 
called How She Elevates for supporters and listeners of the podcast. You should text How Does She Do It as one word to 444-999. Again, text How Does She Do It as one word to 444-999 and you will be added to the Slack community. This community is special because... I interact with the group every single day in the chat. I send videos. I send different types of positive messages. We share devotions. There's a book club connected to the podcast as well. We're currently reading Becoming by Forever First Lady Michelle Obama. And that group also gets first information and access to offerings that I have available as well as discounts to future programs that I'm offering. So if you're interested, join the Slack community. And even if you don't, thank you. Thank you for still listening. Thank you for supporting. And now let's get into this week's Just My Thoughts. Just My Thoughts is the segment of the show where I share reviews, recommendations, or rejections. And this week, I am recommending Brooklyn Tea. Brooklyn Tea is a Black-owned tea company based in Brooklyn, New York, and they sell black teas, white teas, green teas, and also tea accessories. And I have been working with a nutrition coach for the last several months, and one of the things that he recommends is that you drink at least one cup of green tea every single day because of its anti-cancer properties and helps with hydration and all these things. It also has caffeine, so I'm a fan of that in my life. So I ordered this um, flavor that they say is seasonal, and I'm praying that it stays forever because it's delicious, and it's called Cucumber Melon Green. Now, if for all my 80s babies, you remember the Bath and Body Works craze of the 90s and cucumber melon was a scent, right? This doesn't taste or smell anything like cucumber melon, but when I saw it, I, I immediately felt drawn. I was like, oh, let me order one of those. And when I opened the package, it was delicious. It smelled, I say was, as though I had tasted it yet. All I did was open a package and it smelled kind of like bubble gum and just like sweet, delicious goodness. So then I made a pot, a cup of it for myself to drink hot. I cold brewed some of it and it tastes mad good. So if you are looking to expand your repertoire of tea and go beyond Lipton and dabble in a little bit of, you know, loose leaf tea, I suggest brooklyntea.com. This is not an ad. So um, this is just a recommendation and I think it's a great, great product. So that concludes this week's Just My Thoughts. If you haven't checked out episode 106, I would highly recommend it. I should say 106. My mother is so opposed to using O instead of zero when you're talking about numbers. She's just not a fan. So every time I, I do it, I think of her. So mom, shout out to you. At least I think about it. But if you take a listen to episode 106, I talked about dealing with negativity at work and not in the traditional workplace battle type of sense, because that is a legit conversation and that's a, that conversation we will get to, but also thinking about the 
spiritual warfare that we have to engage in daily when we are sitting in our jobs trying to be the best professional that we can be, to be the best Christian we can be, to be the best of ourselves, right? The best women that we can be. And we have to arm ourselves with God's word in prayer actively as the day progresses so that we don't get so that we can resist the attacks and and fight the attacks and defeat the attacks of the devil. As we move towards the rest of the year, as or at least for the next several weeks, I'm going to be talking about the importance of assessing where we are at work. And you, you if you've been, been listening to me for a while, you know, I am a huge fan of self-assessment. I'm a huge fan of being self-aware because it is the beginning of progress when you can be aware of where you are, where you've come from, what you have to offer, and how you present and show up to others that then gives you a path and direction forward. So today, what we're going to be talking about is awareness around getting unstuck and five signs that it is time for you to get unstuck and whether it's time for you to get unstuck and move up inside your organization, move out of your organization, move out of a position, move into new opportunities. There are a number of ways that you can be made aware that it is time for you to get unstuck and move on. But in the context of our careers and our professional growth and us trying to expand into our purpose, align some of our gifts and skills and our desires to be impactful at work with the work that we do every day, we spend most of our waking hours at work for and with other people. So if you're feeling unstuck, or rather if you're feeling stuck, or if you're feeling pressured, pressed down, boxed in, like you're playing small for most of your week, that wears on you. And if you're listening to this right now, and that is your truth, know that I am praying for you and know that it is the work of this podcast and my work as a coach to help you move past that. So if you found yourself, I know that this is a narrative that is often true for women of color, that a lot of us deal with or make the best out of challenging situations. And there's nothing wrong with that, right? There is humility and sometimes necessity in just going along to get along. But sometimes, and at a certain point, are we negatively impacting and hindering our own growth and development in an effort to not make waves? in an effort to choose security over elevation, in an attempt to, to stay safe and comfortable as opposed to stretching and growing. But before I start, I have to say this. Self-awareness and being real with yourself about where you are, about your current situation, is a prerequisite for any of the work that we are going to talk about doing for the next several weeks and really any of the suggestions or tips or per perspectives that I offer on this podcast, it is important that you are comfortable at least 
at the very beginning of being self-aware. And I have tools and things that I use with my clients to help increase that level of self-awareness and what it looks like to do meaningful reflection that then can result in tangible action. But you really want to make sure you are objectively observing yourself and the situation that you that you find yourself in when it comes to whatever you're stuck in be it professional related relationships finances and otherwise and in addition to self-awareness prayer and the ask for wisdom and insight and understanding will help you with that self-awareness one of the the prayers that i am often asking and praying to praying to God for is Lord help me see what I need to know or learn here right now because sometimes we find ourselves in situations and seasons and circumstances that we are just running up against the wall and we have been here before we thought that we learned the lesson that seems to be presenting itself to us right now and I'm just like God I thought I was past this point and apparently I might not be. So please reveal to me what in me needs to change. Reveal to me how I need to engage differently with what's going on around me in order to move past the situation that I currently find myself in. So everything that I talk about in this episode, everything that I talk about going forward, I really want you to make sure that you start and end with prayer and you start and end with asking God for wisdom because we know that he will give it to us if we ask and believe that we will receive it. So with that said, let's go into the five signs it is time for you to get unstuck and move up or move on. The first sign is you are no longer growing. And you have done some growing before. You've tried to evolve where you are right now. You've tried to adjust, but you find that you have hit a ceiling and you have tried to make adjustments. You've tried to dip a little lower so that your head don't keep busting up against that ceiling. And yet you still find that you are looking for a way to stretch and grow and move. If you find yourself in that situation and you keep having this nagging feeling like you want more, you're ready to see more or ready to see something different, that means that you're probably not being given an opportunity to grow and expand where you are. And if you are no longer growing where you are and your desire is to grow, then you probably need to get in get rooted in different soil. If you want to grow and you're no longer growing where you are, it's time for you to get rooted in new soil because good soil helps produce good fruit. Matthew 13 in the parable of the sower, Jesus talks about the sower that had some seeds that fell along a path. Other seeds fell on rocky ground, this is verse 5, where they did not have much soil and immediately they sprang up since they had no depth of soil, but when the sun rose, they were scorched, and since they had no root, they withered away. Other seeds fell among thorns and the thorns grew and choked them. Other seeds fell on good soil and produced grain, some a hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. He who has ears, let him hear. And that is Matthew 13, verses 4 through 9 in the English Standard Version. And if you are trying to continue to exist in thorny soil, you will get choked out. 
If you're trying to plant seeds in rocky soil, then you are trying to grow yourself or your career in a rocky soil of an organization or participate in an, in a in a group or be a part of a committee where you are not being fed, you are not being nourished, it's time for you to move on. And again, if you don't want to grow beyond where you are right now, then you're good. Stay right where you are. But if you know you want to grow, it's time for you to move on. The second sign that it is time for you to get unstuck and move up or move on is that you feel lulled into complacency. You might feel things like, they don't disrespect me here. No one is mean to me. This is a good job. It's secure. Things are fine. And while those things may be true, the caveat is if you feel like this good job is not getting you towards where you want to go, if it is not stretching you, if it is not positioning you to use your purpose or giving you opportunities to be in front of the right types of people, get access to new opportunities, then that good job is merely a, it's, it's just, it's surface, right? It's not actually, there's no depth there. And if you feel like you know you're being complacent, like you know, similar to where we just talked about, if you know there's a level that you're ready to stretch up to, but you feel yourself being comfortable when you don't want to stay comfortable, you have to work to resist that. And that is only on you because your manager, your supervisor, your department head, your team lead, they won't know that you want more unless you express that desire. They won't know that you feel like you've been lulled into complacency and a level of comfort that will eventually become uncomfortable. Have you ever been in a position where you're like, I am uncomfortable with this level of comfort and you know that you need to shake things up, but you're just like, well, things are fine. I don't want to rock the boat. If you know that there's more for you, if you know that you should be doing more and different, then you have to ask yourself, what do I need to adjust about my environment and what, are, what is within my control that will allow me to do so? The third sign that it is time to get unstuck and move up or move on is that you have done what you set out to do where you are. There is a such thing as overstaying your season in a certain place, in a certain position. Sometimes even in certain relationships, you know it's not going to go beyond where it is right now, but you stay because it's familiar. You stay on a team because it's comfortable. You stay in an organization because they have been kind to you. And that is, there's nothing wrong with, there may not even be anything wrong with the organization. There may not be any, there may not be any, you know, mistreatment or you're not getting the shine that you're looking for, the opportunities you're looking for, but you know that there is something else for you and it is time to leave the season that you're in. Because if you think about it, if you live in the Northeast portion of the United States or anywhere else where the seasons change and there's some dramatic shift in the season, I know that if summer bleeds into late September, I get uncomfortable. I'm like, okay, I've had enough of this. If the summer starts too early, 
I'm like, bruh, it's been summer for mad long, right? Because there are seasons to things. There is a time and a progression. Now, in there are certain parts of the country, certain parts of the world where the temperature stays moderately the same. There's no expectation of change there. But where there is an expectation of change, where you have an expectation of change for yourself, you have to make the effort to pick up and find the next place for you to be and where you need to start your new season. At the top of this this segment, I talked about the importance of prayer and discernment and asking God for wisdom in the season that you're in, as well as being self-aware and objectively observing where you are. I am not telling you to find fault where there is no fault, but I am suggesting that you assess with honesty what is happening where you are right now. And if you know that you have done all you set out to do there and all that you can do there, it might be time for you to move on, but only you can answer that question. Your evaluations can answer that question. The having conversations with your supervisor and with your team lead and say, hey, you know, or of even observing the organizational structure, is there organizationally room for you to move up or lateral into a new role and try something different? If the answer is no and you have the desire to do that, what play do you have then? What is your next move? And that, and what we're going to be talking about in episodes going forward is how you begin to take steps to figure out what those steps might look like once you decide that you have moved, that it's time for you to move up and move on from where you are right now. So the fourth sign that it is time to get unstuck and move up or move on is that you are not being respected. And this is a tough one for a lot of reasons. I have had conversations with clients and people who I know are straight up being disrespected at work. And this is something that black women, that women deal with often. Men deal with it as well, but my primary audience and understanding is about the experience of women and women of color at work. And I have heard stories that I believe, but still shock me about the way people are talked to and treated in meetings, despite their multiple years of experience, their expertise, their degrees, their seniority, and still they get dismissed or overlooked. And I should make this, make this note, the idea of leaving and finding a new opportunity, I don't imply, I don't mean to imply that that is an easy task. I don't mean to uh, imply that once you desire to find a new job that is easy to do or to find a new position that is easy to do, I, that's not the case at all. And I'm very much aware of that. However, you have to start your search at some point and at some point when you are over the situation, but only you know what that threshold is. Only you know what that threshold is. And the longer you sit and perseverate over a decision that you know, you already know you've made, the longer it will take for you to find a new opportunity. If you know two months ago that you should have started looking for a new job, but you haven't done it yet, then who is delaying you? It's not your supervisor. It might be your bills and that's fair, but looking for a new job doesn't mean quitting your current job. 
It does mean spending more time outside of work doing it. It does mean making certain sacrifices to find a new opportunity. But if you know that you are no longer or have never been celebrated and you are merely tolerated at work, I, number one, respect and appreciate your experience and the challenge that 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 comes with that. But I also know that that is not meant to be how you show up and how people treat you. That is not, absolutely not acceptable. And if you are not being respected, it is time to move from where you are. It is time to cut the ties in a strategic way, right? I'm not telling you, I don't know, I'm not trying to count your money or assess your pockets. I'm not telling you to jump out the jump out and go with no opportunity, although I do know people who've had to do that because it has gotten to that point. But what I am saying that it is time to make a strategic decision about beginning the process to find that next opportunity. The fifth way that you may know that it is time to get unstuck and move up or move on is that you are undervalued. And being undervalued can take a lot of different shapes and forms. It could be in your monetary pay, right? Your salary could be below what you deserve to be paid. Your title may be lower than it should be based on your experience and expertise. Your responsibilities may not reflect or give you an opportunity to demonstrate the skills that you have. The way that you are treated and not embraced by your team or your organization can also demonstrate that you are undervalued. And you let me know how, what are some other ways that you may have been undervalued in your role or feel like you are not appreciated or feel like you are disrespected. And if you know that you have and deserve more, and this is not about being arrogant. This is not about being greedy because number one, if you are qualified and deserve to be, you deserve to be compensated for your skills and expertise at the level which you are at, right? And you deserve the opportunity to do that. So that's not what I'm saying. But you have to make a decision that you are tired of being undervalued. I will make a, a note here though. There are certain seasons and times that in order to position yourself for a next opportunity in the future, you might have to take a step back in title or salary. So I'm not talking about strategic repositioning of your career. So for example, when I took a position to work in higher education, I took a 60% pay cut in order to do that. But based on the trajectory of my career, my title was high, my salary was lower based on, you know, my student loan debt and all that kind of stuff, but it positioned me to then be able to command a higher salary two and a half years later. So there's a strategy involved sometimes to being, so I'm not, that, that I don't consider being undervalued, but if you know there is intent and there's no strategy behind why you are in the position that you're in and not earning the salary or have the title or the compensation or the experience or the exposure based on your expertise and your position, that is a separate issue. And you should not stay in these types of roles. I know what it feels like to be worried about what happens when 
what feels secure is no longer secure in terms of salary benefits provision. I know what that calculation and that pressure, I know how that feels. What I am here to tell you though, is that looking for new opportunities does not jeopardize your security, but you have to get uncomfortable and stretch in a moment and in a season to find and get yourself unstuck and find your new path and your new direction. And it will require you to spend hours on that resume. It may require that you make a financial investment in someone who's going to help you strategize. It may require that you have to wake up earlier or spend hours later and in an already packed schedule and in an already very busy life that you have. But if you are being torn down, if you know that you want more, if you know you are capable of getting and doing more, if you know that there's a purpose alignment that you are not seeing in the work that you're currently doing, then you have a responsibility to yourself. You have a responsibility to the gifts that God has given you. You have a responsibility to your career, to your family, to put yourself in a position that is not weighing on you, that is not adding unnecessary stress to your life, that is not making you feel less than because you are not less than. You are more than a conqueror. You are a child of the living God. You are designed in his image. We were created in the image of God. And if you know these things about yourself, then you also should know that you have a responsibility to remove yourself from situations that are not forwarding your progress and that are not positioning you for future purposeful success. And if you are comfortable where you are right now, I'm not talking to you. But if you know, and, I'm, and actually I should also say, these principles don't just apply to your job. These principles apply to other areas of your life as well. But if you're good, then that's okay. But if you know there's something that you could be doing differently, if you know you could push yourself a little bit harder, if you know that there's a wall in front of you that you have been dying to bust through or jump over, then it is time for you to assess what you need to do to get unstuck and move up or move on to something bigger and better than where you are right now. I want to thank you for listening to another episode of How Does She Do It? I appreciate you. I appreciate you for listening to this point in the episode. If you are listening right now, take a screenshot. Let me know your thoughts. Send me a message. I am on Twitter and Instagram at Tiff South, and that's Tiff with two Fs. I am on also on the show's account at how does underscore she do it. If you had not had an opportunity to do so, please leave a five-star rating and review in the Apple podcast app. I really appreciate it. And I am actually going to read another review again, because I haven't done this in a long time. And I want to make sure that you know how much I appreciate your, the time that you took. This one comes from Love It K and it is a five-star rating and it reads amazing, purpose-filled and motivating. I've been listening to How Does She Do It for a little less than a year. It has definitely been nothing but gem drop after gem drop that is great for anyone who needs motivation, confirmation, and aspiration to keep moving forward in the daily and lifelong process of life. Keep up the great work, Tiff. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I really appreciate it. And I, again, thank you for listening to this episode. Be sure to keep tuning in the 
fall, as we approach the fall, things are going to heat up around here. So I am looking forward to, and I just will say, Elevate Your Career Academy Cohort 3 is coming. That's all I'll say about that. But until next time, be blessed and be a blessing.